Welcome to our podcast, Hoteliers Hot Topics with the IHG Owners Association. I'm Carly, I work for the association and myself and my colleague John are bringing you this series of podcasts aimed at all IHG hoteliers discussing hot topics in the market. We'll be bringing you key insights from our incredible guests who are all specialists across various markets and roles in the hospitality industry. These podcasts are not staged interviews by any stretch. We will be having genuine, honest, roundtable discussions together, sharing to you golden nuggets of information that you can hopefully take back to your hotels and businesses to assist your future success. We will be sharing visions, best practice and market insights on a variety of topics because as an association, we know that we're better together. So let's get started on today's podcast. In today's session, we will be talking all things about the IHG Owners Association. Building on our previous podcast with Patrick Deputer, where he shared his career history with you, you will have heard that a large part of Patrick's career has been connected to IHG Hotels and in turn with the IHG Owners Association. So today we'll hear from Patrick and John about who the association are, how we operate and the value we bring to owners of the IHG Hotels. Thank you both for your time again today and John, over to you. Hi, Patrick. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, we've just been having a, a fascinating chat, just uh, covering off your career to date. And I don't want to retire you yet. But, you know, there were some fascinating points in there and specifically around the, the owners association. You know, the, the, the bits that we have and when we chat around owners association is, you know, people, I don't fully understand what the Owners Association does. And maybe you could maybe describe in your own words what the the role of the association is and how it provides advocacy to IHG. Okay. Thanks, John. And and thanks for not sending me on retirement. I don't feel like uh, uh, at the moment. (laughs) If we talk about the association, uh, many people still remember it from the times that it was a, a volunteer uh, organization. That is now way back. Uh, today, we are a very structured professional organization that works with a three-year strategic plan, activities linked to it. Uh, and, and just to make sure that we do what we say, we, we, have, we have metrics. It's important to know that when the uh, association was founded in '55, it was about supporting uh, and collaboration and cooperation. That, that was the mission statement at the time. Today, the mission statement is totally different. It is about uh, managing uh, the engagement with IG on behalf of the members. It is about uh, return on investment uh, for the owners. And, and all of that is done through a group structure uh, that is supported by a very professional team. That group structure starts global with at the top an, a board of directors where Europe is uh, represented, of course. And below that, there is the joint uh, leadership team and the system funds uh, meeting where the board is meeting with the top executive of IG and I'm meaning then Keith Barr and the direct reports. Below that, we have the various uh, global working group committees 
where uh, matters are discussed that have a global importance. That includes IG Rewards Club, technology, digital sales, and, and, and new now is environmental and sustainability, where the chair of that committee for the first time is from Europe, uh, Susan Bland. Next to that, we have the various regions. Uh, there is, of course, the Americas region with more than 3,000 uh, hotels. There is the Europe, Middle East, Australasia, Africa meeting with nowadays a good 700 hotels, and there's Greater China. We out of London, we uh, manage the whole EMEAA with, of course, a very large focus on Europe uh, being our major um, uh, fields uh, with most of the members. Within Europe, we work with regions uh, like Northern, Southern, uh, there's UK and I, and the Southern we have split because of, uh, especially their language uh, capabilities uh, in France, Italy, in Iberia. We have our working groups where uh, there are representatives from uh, all the countries and all the regions talking about uh, standards, anything commercial, and that's in the, in the DDC. Then the technology, uh, there's a people committee, new this year procurement. And uh, additionally to that, we have some very specific uh, task forces uh, to look this year after Holiday Express and Ignite. We are looking within our team also to expand and have a similar structure in Middle East uh, and India. And we have kind of uh, the same structure already in Australasia, Asia, uh, Africa. So quite a wide group of specialists supported by volunteer uh, owners, specialists again, advising, all of them advising the uh, Europe Regional Council where more strategic uh, discussions are held uh, together uh, with IG to the benefit of the owners. I think that summarizes kind of the structure. Hmm? It's a very comprehensive summary, Patrick. What, what amazed me is when I was doing some, some work on the, the journal yesterday, was that I, can, I think I counted about 54 volunteers that we have in Europe, you know, where we have them sat on the various committees and on the ERC, is, you know, I, I think people would be surprised we have that many owner representatives that assist the, the owners association. Yeah, and, and people have to realise that this is unique in the hotel industry. There is no other company, hotel company, that has a similar engagement platform whereby the franchisor and the franchisee sit down together and discuss all matters of importance to the hotel operations. And that is to the benefit uh, of both. If owners are happy, uh, then they will continue to develop. They will earn, of course, their return on investment, but that will support also IG's development. And again, the larger the distribution, the better again for the brand, but then also, of course, for the owner, uh, it, it always goes in circle. That engagement is, is so key, so crucial to uh, the success of, of the individual hotels. You know, the, the relationship with, with IHG was not 
always a strategic as it is at the moment. How do you think we've been successful as an owners association bringing that to the, the strategic piece to the, the front of the conversation? It, it comes down to a few words. It's trust and confidence. It is being open, never uh, be personal. Uh, we sometimes agree to disagree, that is fine, but have open discussions with common goal, that is to find the best solution in whatever topic we're discussing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly something that, that that I've seen that there is that true relationship with IHG where they really look at the owners association as a, a soundboard to gather their thoughts and assist their, their strategy, well, not even assist their strategy, form their, stra- form their strategy. I believe that the earlier all partners are informed about an action, a strategy or a plan, the more input you get and the better the outcome will be. And, and that is exactly what I think we've achieved over the past 10 years. And, and certainly in Europe is, is a great collaboration with uh, the owners and with IG. It's been a tough couple of years in hospitality, Patrick, and I know that the, you've been passionate around you know, the OA leading the voice of the owner in conversations with IHG during that time. Can you call out any of the accomplishments that the OA has had during that time? Yeah, sure. I believe when, when it all fell upon us in, uh, you recall that, March uh, 2020, I believe we quickly understood that we had to change our way of working. We immediately got a, a communication plan in place, and that communication plan was was pretty structured. Uh, it, it was about having weekly calls uh, with IG. It was setting the priorities for survival, and that was about cost avoidance, uh, standards relaxations, all things that we've put on the table and where we were representing the voice uh, of all the owners and, and getting results. I don't want to call these wins uh, because I believe when there's a winner, there's, there's a loser. So we talk about the accomplishments that it's beneficial, at least for the long term, uh, both for uh, the owners and IG. So pointing out one benefit, I, I believe there were multiple over 2020. And, and all of them were part of, of survival. They, they definitely helped the owners to get further and simply just to survive. I think in 2021, it was clear to us that we had again to change and that was about uh, recovery. And our focus was then more on what is IG doing for the owners to come up with uh, recovery actions. And again, there, I believe together, we've succeeded uh, to come up with a number of actions, unfortunately disturbed by the Delta virus and by uh, Omicron. Uh, so we had some bumps uh, along the way. But I think in the period from uh, October, November last year, or September, October, November, we've seen rapid growth. Um, the pickup was uh, really good again, which gives us hope that we are hopefully now in a good position 
to uh, see the business coming back in the hotels. And that is at least what I'm seeing and hearing from owners happening now is that uh, as of Q2 and certainly Q3, business is indeed coming back. And that is only possible when you've done your homework before that. Otherwise, it would not have been there. I think uh, a number of the owners listening to this will be very surprised about the kind of the work that goes on in the background. And I know that's one of our strategic, sorry, that's one of our strategies for 2022 to 24, just to cover off the, the added value of the owners association. Where do, what do you think some of the our challenges are in the owners association over the next six to 12 months? Okay, so our focus is absolutely to be there again, like we did pre-corona, is to be the true representative uh, of all the owners in Europe and assist them in uh, optimizing their return. And, and that is about how much cash goes to the bank. Yeah, That is about, uh, at the moment, uh, supporting and looking out for how the uh, the new loyalty programs will be put in place and and will they indeed uh, bring the the extra return uh, it is looking at where are we with the reimplementation of standards are they still relevant or are they because of the circumstances uh, become uh, obsolete uh, we need to find the right balance between uh, guest experience and, and and the cost to owners. That is what I mentioned also at the beginning is the true hospitality is important, uh, but owners have to survive also. We need to rethink uh, every every little piece. Uh, we have a task force uh, on the Holiday Express. Well, we, we need to go into the details of the whole brand, and that is design, that is offering, that is what is that brand today versus what it was in when it was launched in 1990. And not only on the Express, probably have to do the same for Crown Plaza and, and Holiday Inn. And following that, well, we'll continue with the other brands. So it's it's putting everything into question and finding and doing and a new way of doing business with those brands. No, I know, and it's been fascinating how I have engaged with the Owners Association on those various points, especially around the kind of the challenge to what does the brand still represent, what they wanted to do, wanted it to be when they set it up. Patrick, the, the, the one final point I would say is, is that in addition to all the, the benefits that you've just spoken about and the advocacy that we has, we have the 25 room nights as a year. So hopefully some of the, the owners will realise that there's significant added value in addition to those those free room nights. Is there anything you would want to finish on before we, 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 we wrap up? Yes, what I would like to say is that as an owner, if you're standing alone, you'll never have the exposure that you can have when you are together with this year. Uh, we're going to get be close. Well, we will be over 500 owners that have joined the association. Uh, so we're representing more than 500 in Europe. It's easier for uh, IG to discuss matters 
that are uh, of importance for 500s than to go one by one. You lose out in, in from, from the start. I believe there is absolutely benefit in uh, joining forces. Working together means uh, together, owners together, but that is also uh, franchisee and franchise all together because we need each other. If we work against each other, it won't work. And, and we're fortunate to, to be in, in Europe with an open-minded IG executive team that is, that is listening, that is taking our advices into account. And that can only be to the benefit of the owners. And, and, and let's not forget, and the guests. Patrick, it's been fascinating to, to talk to you and giving a kind of a, an insight into the, the role of the Owners Association and the, the benefits that we bring to the owners. It just lets me to one thing to say. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, John. And if there's anyone on the call that uh, needs the support or a hand, just let me know. I'll be there. Thank you. Thank you. So that wraps up today's session. Firstly, we want to thank you for listening. We really hope that you found today thought-provoking and useful to you. If you did, we would love for you to share this content with others that you think will find it useful too. You can leave us a rating and feedback or subscribe to hear the next episode, which will be coming your way very soon. Finally, if you are an IHG franchisee, you can head over to owners.org for more information or log into our member centre where you will find supporting information and additional tools and resources to help support your businesses. Thanks again from your host, John, and myself, Carly, and we look forward to seeing you next time.